Welcome back to the show. We are live. Chris Demon, Travis Sorrell, Chris Gardner, and the great Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital. Take your pets to Hillside in South St. Louis, right by the hill. Dogtown, the Grove, very centrally located. Wonderful care for your pets. Hit it, Gardner. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. Bring, bring. Mm. Dr. Ed, uh, you come bringing good news. Today's yes. a big day for our friends at uh, Gateway Pet Guardians, right? Yeah, Tra- Travis has his, uh, his hoodie on. Yes, what's, uh, what's the big news? They've been working on this thing. So Gateway oh, Pet gosh. Guardians, if you're not familiar, great rescue group that Dr. Ed's worked with for a long time. He, as a business owner, has uh, donated one of his buildings to be their headquarters for the last, how long? Five years? Oh, yeah. F- um, probably more like seven or eight. Seven or nice. eight years. Wow. That's fantastic and not uh, easy to do. But the big news? They're, we're closing on a building in East St. Louis today. Nice. Yeah, it's an old abandoned uh, elementary school. Uh, God. Thank God the kids aren't still in it. That'd yeah. Be weird. Yeah. But it's just incredibly <laughs> huge. Uh, lots and lots of rooms. They'll, they'll be able to increase their capacity. Um, you know, we're going to have a presence in the community where we actually do the work. You do a lot of work at East St. Louis. Yeah, that's, that's our, that's our mission. That's our mission statement is East St. Louis. And we're going to be there now and, you know, and we're going to, you know, hopefully it's going to, we're going to employ people there. Right. Uh, It's going to be a shelter, uh, eventually a clinic, Mm -hmm. uh, a community center. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're talking about things like having a, a a computer lab that people can just come in and people don't have a a home PC can come in and do, you know, do things on their computer. Awesome. Yeah. So Getting comments already saying Dr. Ed rocks for uh, helping out with this. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just a small, small little part of this organization. This organization does some great work. They do do amazing work, and we're very proud of you. That is very awesome, and people talk about it. It's easy for people to sit up here like, oh, I could do this, and I would do this, but you guys always find a way to truly engage the community, and I think this is very awesome. very excited about this. Yeah, you know, and then what's, what's nice is that – the, the city of East St. Louis and the whole community is excited about it. That's awesome. Being in there. So they're really behind us. Oh, That's they do. Awesome. They've got a ton of great uh, dogs available. There's actually an event this Saturday. I'll tell you about in just a second. But again, Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital works with uh, Gateway Pet Guardians. You need to support them. Travis, by chance, is wearing their, uh, their hoodie today as well. I know our friend Brad over at Stone Strength Systems. Southtown Pub's involved with this event Saturday. It's a big charity drive. There's going to be a few uh, adoptable dogs. Again, this is, oh really? Yes, they're going to have it at Stone Strength Systems. I believe they're doing mom a by. Yeah, they bring old mom by. I think you have to work out if you uh, if you go to this event. Can you do that? I have to work out. Uh-huh. What do you mean by workout? As in, it's at a gym, so they're teaming up with uh, Stone Strength Systems as young professionals at Gateway Pet Guardians. Uh, again, Southtown Pub giving some gift certificates for giveaway. Uh, details can be found on the Young Professionals at Gateway Pet Guardians Facebook page. Again, it's a charity workout event, and it's a Saturday, so you can benefit Dr. Ed's favorite charity, our favorite charity. Check them out. Again, uh, our friends at Stone and uh, Gateway Pet Guardians Young Professionals are putting this on Saturday. You're going to do some, you just show up, do some curls. <laughs> Nothing. Right. Nothing. Seven, eight Tw- push-ups in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twelve-ounce curls. <laughs> it's ten. It's a Saturday. Okay. Let's bring that down a notch. Yeah, well, you you can that. register again. Check out the young professionals at Gateway Pet Guardians uh, Facebook page. They've got all the info there. Yeah. See, I'm the I'm the old professional group of Gateway. <laughs> Party of one. <laughs> you think they? You think they'd go? I don't know, man. Yeah. If you showed up to their event, yeah, I think they'd let you in. I might get me an in uh, since I'm on the board. Should I? Uh, should I show up with a backwards hat? And say, "What's up, young professionals?" Oh boy. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Oh, Let's no. party. Oh, Jesus. How about Drake, huh? Oh, no. <laughs> Can I have one of your marijuanas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's... Uh, oh, and uh, as Brad says, you get to work out. So that's part of the, the fun for registering. You don't mm. have to work out. Okay, you get told. to work out. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not required. You get to. I get to. Yeah. Get rid of that sugar foot. What if I just run into the gym and then run out? Does that count? I think you'd have a trail of people following you. Mm. What'd he take? What'd he get? <laughs> Sounds like a Travu to me. <laughs> Travis at the gym. With Brad Stone? <laughs> former former professional friend. pitcher. Friend oh. of the show. Comedy attendee. Anybody can pitch. Not that hard. Mm. You pick up a baseball. Here you stand go. on top of a mound. You throw it as hard as you can. Oh, such an athlete. Yeah, I can and get out and then duck for cover. <laughs> <laughs> 
So like when it. Dr. Ed comes in, we play Dogs on Film. Uh, the voice that's behind Dogs on Film, Sean, has now become a regular at the office. He pops in. He uh, squats around. He'll look around. Hey, hey, what's hey, going hey, on? Chris. Hey, how are you? Hey, yeah, Chris. Hi. How's it going? Yeah, <laughs> I'm do this with Gardner. Just be, so I wanted to thank you for doing your segment every week because we have Sean in our office regularly now. So well, thank you, Dr. Ed. not my fault. You made yeah, it possible. No, sense. we get to have Sean in our office. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah, so that's, okay. uh, that's Before we jump into the game, though, I do yeah. have a quick question. Dr. Ed, under any circumstances, are you snitching? Yeah, Are would you, you tell on, on somebody? Anyone? Would you ever tell on anyone? You grew up on the hill, man. This you could did. be. This yeah. is very true. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. Yeah, Dr. So, Ed, yeah. yeah. So we revere, so you know the issue with Chris Correa with the St. Louis Cardinals. He, uh, yes. The executive kept his mouth shut. You know, he probably could have got out of there in three months with uh, good behavior. But he's done like a four-year sentence at this point, or he, he did it. Yeah, I think the sentence is officially didn't up say this a year. word. Travis and I appreciate his uh, <clears throat> silence. Gardner has made it very clear that he's snitching or telling on anyone for doing anything wrong. Well, if it if it benefits me. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's oh. a pretty big caveat. Yeah, so if it benefits I get you. Back. So that, that can no, be. I, but I've said that, that all be blackmail. Here. And we're wondering because of the because, college well, scandal. Like the, well, I mean, Travis, you you've been telling about the bullet report, blah 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 blah. Yes. Nauseum. How do you think they're getting that? Snitching. Mm -hmm. So you you embrace snitching in that instance. I I don't say I embrace it, uh, but if it I, benefits you, but if it does benefit the country, and I didn't. Oh, say you're a patriot. Now. I have, that's what I have always. I been, didn't Chris. have an. I have no issue with Chris Correa not saying anything. I don't have an issue with that. But if he would have said something, I wouldn't have had an issue with that either. Interesting. I think it's it's fine. Close the time and place you, to snitch. If you're snitching. When someone calls you a snitch, it's because you're telling on someone for doing something wrong, right? Yeah. So they've done something wrong. I don't think I would ever call anyone a snitch either. I don't know. No, I would. I would. I would definitely call somebody a snitch. Okay. That's all. There's no problem. That's all. Abstained. Dr. S, see, that's why. That's I, the smartest yeah. way to see, deal Dr. with this. Dr. S is an OG. He knows. Yeah. Say, I, he see, won't I don't, I don't even know what y'all talking about. I don't even know anything he's, about that. He's removed life. too many bullets from uh, mobsters' legs mm -hmm. as their professional mm -hmm. doctor. You know what's You know it's better than that. What what crime family would you like to work for if you were there? Wait, what? No, don't answer that. Don't incriminate yourself. Don't, don't do that, don't. Dr. Ed. There's no need well, for that. You know, they used to meet in the, the know, tops of bars on the hill. When my, uh, you know what I'm quite talking a while about, ago, Ed. a long time ago, when my grandfather passed away, mm -hmm. and um, I, I distinctly remember at the funeral parlor for visitation, and all of a sudden, they've got some gentlemen came in, and I didn't know who they well were. Well-dressed. Well-dressed. Hmm. And came in and paid my respects to paid their respects to my grandfather, and afterwards I kind of asked my mom who that was, and she said, "Yeah, that's those that, are the guys. Those were the guys from the neighborhood, you know, coming in to pay their respects." Oh my! Mm -hmm. Oh, oh my! Mm -hmm. Oh, Not, my grandfather wasn't involved in any of that, but he just yeah, was a very yeah, well hey. respected man. Yeah. He was. He okay. was. He was uh, the smartest man, one of the smartest men I ever met, and never went to school. Wow. Yeah. I, I think his lineage has proven that out with the 900 doctorates that uh, hang in your home. That's very these true. These days. That's very yeah. true. Travis, you, f you respect him a little more now? I've always been, I've always you, thought do that we Dr. Ed, there was an iron hand mm -hmm. and to now be in the presence of the iron hand, the right. man who runs the hill like Dr. Ed has silently quietly, all these years. Quietly behind the It truly team. has been an honor. Okay. Now we know. Gardner, are you satisfied with where we're at with Dr. Ed? Uh, yeah, I was wondering if Dr. Ed had seen the story about the mobster who was in um, witness protection in mm -hmm. Arizona and has been running a, the bust-out scam, as it's called. It was actually featured in an episode of The Sopranos. And the bust-out scam, it was a, we were supposed to get a Rascal Flats restaurant here in St. Louis. And boy, were we excited. We were very and excited. And he was doing this to screw over all the Rascal Flats-themed restaurants that were supposed to open across the nation. And a writer had been following this for three years for the Arizona Republic and wrote a long-form feature article on it. And so now we found out that a mobster in witness protection had screwed over restaurant flats <laughs> and they're not able to have their themed restaurants and had previously done the same thing 
to Toby Keith's I mm. Love This Bar and Grill restaurants. Mm. What, what do the wise guys have against country, country westerns? I don't know, <laughs> but I feel like there's a movement by the mobsters in this country to undermine all country music restaurants, you know what they were and I kind of got to get behind one of, that. One of their mothers uh, <laughs> definitely cheated on their father with somebody in a cowboy hat, there's and no it's been manifesting it. for 30 years. We haven't tapped into this market yet. Let's give this a go. <laughs> it seems to be working. It seems so random, you know. Hey, I know. What are we, how are we going to make money? Let's, you know, let's. He got together with his friends, and he said, Let's roll. No. 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 You don't like that. Ah. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's play some dogs. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We have a real doctor in the house. Can we get a diagnosis or just a, a cross check on this? Uh, Gardner, you had done some research. I believe uh, a Charlotte Fox station uh, oh, yeah. did a story. And I just want to. I don't I just have the story, click, though. You don't have the story? I have it. Um, I've been diagnosed by Gardner with misophonia. Have you heard? What? Misophonia, which is uh, a disease that's diagnosed. People are extra sensitive to normal sounds. Eating sounds makes people angry uh, That with misophonia and uh, can ruin relationships. Oh, shut up, will you? Shut up, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and can actually uh, keep folks with misophonia from having a fairly normal or uh, succinct life. This is, uh, I believe, a Harvard study of some sort. <sighs> you heard, can you get misophonia if you're a person? or a do- Can a dog have misophonia? You know, I don't know. Okay. Never, that's a new one on me. Can you help me? Can I, should I just get earplugs? That's, that's probably what I'm going to have to do. What did it say? What are the remedies? How do we fix this? Because you <laughs> Not have, be around you. Move, move you have a, lost move, your move damn Move to life. a monastery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, don't take a vow of silence and you, be around You are you are pathetically bad at this. You're pathetically bad at any sound, Chewing anywhere. Chewing heavy breathing noises driving you crazy? You may have misophonia. How do you fix it? Uh, it affects some worse than others. It can lead to isolation as people suffering from this condition try to avoid these trigger sounds. People who have misophonia often feel embarrassed and don't want to mention it to healthcare providers. Yeah. Often healthcare providers you haven't heard of it anyway. You don't at all sharing that. At all. <laughs> no embarrassment whatsoever. You've had this this entire time. So on top of your CTE, you got misophonia. <laughs> What's it called? Misophonia? <laughs> Mesopotamia? I'm damaged goods, damn You have misophonia. Folonias. <laughs> Dr. Ed starts reaching for the uh, vial. Better than, better than Lola Flana. <laughs> Chris got that Mesopotamia. You know what, Gardner? You're gonna, we're gonna have an issue here. You brought this up. <laughs> you opened the door. Let's do some dogs on film. I'm, I'm before I lose it here, man. Mm. Gardner, it's time for dogs. We didn't ask for that. On film. Hillside Animal Hospital sponsors this segment every week, and we're lucky to have Dr. Ed join us. Gardner, how's the game go? Well, it's pretty simple. Okay. I got six movies for you. We pair them up into three sets of movies. They each have a theme. Each pairing has a theme. Okay. One movie you'll go against the other movie. You guys have to guess which one has a better score on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And if you guess correctly, you get a point. So after those three rounds, we see who has the most points. And okay. if someone does, they're the winner. If we have a tie, we do have a seventh movie for a tiebreaker. Now, throughout, okay. I might casually decide if I want to tell someone they're right or wrong on their guess. If they're right, they will hear. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. If they're wrong, they will hear. <laughs> you don't want that one. Okay. You don't want that one, Travis. Um, and then we just... See who, who wins at the end. Now, in the tiebreaker one, it is not one movie against another. It is one movie, and you have to guess closest to the actual score. So that's how it works. Gotcha. Now, to help you out a little bit, in case you maybe you haven't seen the movie, we give you a description of the movie. Oh, this is pretty cool. Who, my, who, who describes said mm-hmm. movies? My friend Sean. Oh. Who came in yesterday to do a rating. And uh, we discussed a number of things. I would imagine that takes place. Our time together. He's going to uh, uh, Florida. Uh, at the end of the month, so I'm going to be watching his cats uh, and feeding them. While we're oh, gone. good for you! That Maybe is very delightful. The litter you. box here and there. I don't want to do it every day, though. Uh, that sounds miserable. Yeah, litter box is the worst. Yeah, that is the mm-hmm. worst thing about. It. Wait, you have a cat, right? 
I have two cats. One wobbles. Mm-hmm. Wobbly. Uh, yeah. And you don't clean their litter box every day? We probably do it probably every other day. Is that okay or no? Hey, I don't like that look, Dr. Yeah, Ed. Yeah, give him the look, Dr. Ed. Give him the look. Hey, it's your house. That's, you know. I got a nice. It's your toxoplasmosis. I did buy what? a litter box that um, it looks like furniture. So it's enclosed and it's got doors on it, but it fits into the the kind of desk room, as we call it, uh. a little bit better. That's not just sitting there or it's not a noticeable litter box necessarily. It's kind of some sort of wood. I don't know what the hell it is, but I was like, the lady wanted it, so I bought it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all but you had to say. It does a pretty good job. That's all you had to say. But now I'm going to have to reconsider if we have to do it every day or not. <laughs> Doctor, it just Knowing gives you the look. the effort I will put into it, no. No. That will not change. Not gonna that will probably not, not going to happen. All right. So well, we, we, have, uh, <clears throat> we have your movies here. And your first set of movies, we've been revisiting some that we've done from about a year ago. Some of the dog films. So the first set of movies that you have to guess against are dog films. Oh, nice. Again. So here you go with your first one. <coughs> 101 Dalmatians, 1961, wow. drama adventure, one 61. hour, 19 minutes. Boy, those are the days. In a Disney animation classic, Dalmatian Pongo, Rod Taylor, is, ti- is tired of his bastard dog life. He spies lovely per- Perdita, Kate Bauer and maneuvers his master Roger Ben Wright into meeting per- Perdita's owner Anita. Why is it da- Lisa Davis? The owners fall in love and marry, keeping Pongo and Perdita together too. After Perdita gives birth to a litter of fifteen puppies, Anita's old school friend Cruella Deville, Betty Lou Gerson, Cruella. There we go. Cruella Deville, Betty Lou Gerson, wants to buy them all. Roger declines her offer, so Cruella tries to hires the criminal Badden, the, oh, the the criminal Badden brothers, J. Patrick, J. Pat O'Malley, and Frederick Warlock to steal them, so she can have a fur coat. How about that, it's pretty. You know, it's kind of you know. I say you know, it might be corny now, but I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, I didn't see it till I was like forty. I wasn't interested in dogs. You know, we were always a cat family. Hmm. Explains a lot. Yeah. It does. I, I could have sworn he, when he was started, he used, said that he was tired of his uh, bastard, you know, dog life instead of bachelor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Uh, he might have. He might have. Yeah. Who knows? Chris, does that clearing <laughs> of the throat really drive you crazy? Or? That's something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Mesa me. Uh. <laughs> What's it against? Man. That's 1961 for that one. That's it. That's, That's a wild. good one, though. Yeah. 101 Dalmatians. Or is it? Going against. Lady and the Tramp, 1955. Ooh. Drama and Romance, one hour, 16 minutes. I knew how to make them back then. Keep it short, keep it tight. This Disney animated classic follows a pampered cocker spaniel named Lady, Barbara Ludi, whose comfortable lot. Life slips away once her owners have a baby. When after some tense circumstances, Lady finds herself on the loose and out on the street. She is befriended and protected by tough stray mutt tramp, Larry Rogers. Larry Roberts. A romance begins to blossom between the two dogs. But their many differences, along with more with more drama and Lady's household, threaten to keep them apart. Are you a romantic? Am I? Yeah. I was. I bring brought flowers home all the time, especially spring coming up. Man, our house is going to be floated with them. I prune certain areas, not, not people's yards. That's mm. never. No, well, no, no. I tried to stay away from people's yards because that's just rude. Try? Pretty Try. much for, you know, 99, 98%. If I see something I got to have, I got to have. Yeah, Forest awesome. Park, you know, the, behind a, the Steinberg uh, ice rink, those daffodils, boy. There's a field of them you wouldn't believe. And nobody's going to know. Nobody ever goes there, so nobody's going to notice I've got, a, you know, 100 daffodils. <laughs> daffodils, Sean. What? Is, now you know where to get your daffodils. <laughs> no, there's going to be a steak out there. Yeah, now. apparently. <laughs> you got a daffodil guy? I actually do. I do. I actually do. I do. Who mostly stays out of private citizens' yards? Yeah, mostly. Mostly. Yeah. All right, too. so we got Lady and the Tramp versus 101 Dalmatians. Correct. I'm going uh, to go with Lady and the Tramp just because they haven't remade that, which t- means, maybe, you know, that they really point. consider it a classic. <sighs> this is really tough, but uh, i got to go Dalmatians just because it's, I don't know. I think maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they have remade it a few times because it was more popular. I don't know. 
They're I'm both going Lady they're both the fun movies, right? I'm going Lady and the Tramp as well. Lady and the Tramp for Travis and Dr. Ed, 101 Dalmatians for Chris, Lady and the Tramp. A 93 for Lady and the Tramp. Wow. Wow. A 98 for 101 Dalmatians. It's pretty fair, right? A 98 for 101 Dalmatians? I haven't seen it in a long time, but... I suppose. I don't know if that's... She was going to make a code out of them. That's a pretty dark movie for Disney, to be honest with you. Mm. The House of Mouse. The House of Mouse gets a little darker each Does this mean Disney gets to take control of all the old cops seasons? Ooh. Do they? <laughs> you think they'll re-release those? I don't think Bad so. Boys. They may Bad end up boys. on their streaming platform. That right. probably happen. Well, I'm off to a good start. Okay. One for Chris. Zero for Travis and Dr. Ed as we head to the second parent. Get back on the game. These are superhero movies. All right. Comic superhero movies. Oh, I'm good at these. Oh, yeah. We'll find out. You ready for your first one? Please. Let's do it. There you go. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy, 2014, fantasy science fiction, two hours and five minutes. Brash space, brash space adventurer Peter Quill, Chris Pratt, go. finds himself the quarry of relentless bounty hunters after he steals an orb coveted by Ronan, Lee Pace, a powerful villain. To evade Ronan, Quill is forced to... Forced, forced into an uneasy truce with four, with four desperate misfits. Gun-toting rocket raccoon, Bradley Cooper, didn't know that. Tree-like humanoid Groot, Vin Diesel, didn't know that. Anemic Gamora, Zoe Saldana, Zoe Saldana, and she's good too. And vengeance-driven Drax, the Destroyer, Dave Bautista, Bautista. But when he discovers that Orb's true power and the cosmic threat it poses, Quill must rally his raging his ragtag group to save the universe. Oh, my, 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 my sight's going in and out. But it's okay. Is that the vodka? No, didn't have enough of that for that. All right. <laughs> didn't have enough of that for that. The James Gunn directed film, by the way. It is Slew high. James Gunn. He just signed up to do the third one. Yes, yeah. he did. They brought him back. Rightly fired him so. and rehired Rightly him. Rightly so. All right. What's that going up against Garzy? Guardians of the Galaxy going against? Superman, 1978. Drama action. Ooh. Three hours. Three hours and eight minutes. Just that before the destruction of the planet of the planet Krypton, scientist Jor-El Jor really Jor Marlon Brando Whoa. sends his infant son, Cal-El, on a spaceship to Earth. Raised by kindly farmers Jonathan, Glenn Ford, and Martha Kent, Phyllis Tra... Thaxter, young Clark, Christopher Reeve, discovers the source of his superhuman powers and moves to Metropolis to fight evil. As Superman, he battles the villain the villainous Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman. While as novice reporter while while as novice reporter, Clark Kent, he attempts to woo co-worker Lois Lane. Margot Kidder. How's your tablet going? I got a tablet. We signed you up for an email address. I have an email address. Gmail.com. Welcome to this century. Fighting. Fighting it, man. Fighting it, man. I just got this one this one gig I might get because I have to have an email. Email. It would be nice oh if I could just get this job because it would be so nice. Just to, your own hours. You go and come as you please. You just read the whole time, which is all I do at home anyway. It's just wonderful. What are you reading right now? Madeline Albright's biography, Madam Secretary. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was pretty fascinating, but God, she, you know, same old. I'm, I'm such a Yugoslavian. All right. <laughs> Where are we? There was what a lot, happening? a lot happened in those 90 seconds. <laughs> we found out that apparently there's a job Sean has applied for uh -huh. after finally using email. This job, come yeah. and go as you please, where you read to people. No, um, you're reading things. You're reading things. Yeah. And then apparently he's reading a Madeline Albright memoir. Yeah. Somewhere in there, a squirrel distracted him. It had to have. Yeah. Had yeah. to have. I don't know how yeah. this man lives his life, yeah. but I this love that he lives one. it. This is a good one. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's what he's got going on right now. Good God. Actually, I helped him send the emails the other day. There we go. The, we were sitting at the local watering hole because he didn't have his brother's email addresses or uh, um, his his dad's girlfriend's email address. I had them. Of course. I have them. Because so I had to help him send them. All Superman. right, so we got Superman versus Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to be bold. St. Louis strong. Give me Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just going gonna, gonna to go with that just because I enjoyed the movie so much. They were very good. Both of these movies are very good. I am going to give Superman the edge on this one. He's a maverick. Travis. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Wow. Superman, a 94 
Guardians of the Galaxy 91. Get out of here. Yes. Wow. Dr. Ed, just livid. <laughs> For a lot of people who give these superhero movies a lot of heat, like there are, there's a crowd of people who are just like, it's oversaturated, there's fatigue. People seem to love these movies. Like if you well, look at probably made the, because no one's going right, yeah, right, and like you look at something recently like Captain Marvel, people are showing up still in droves, ten plus years after the rollout of Iron Man, and I think that's just pretty impressive. It tells you that people really do enjoy these stories. Ninety one for Guardians of the Galaxy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Now I believe Damon Wayans in town this week. Next week. Next week? Adele Gibbons this week. I, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Damon's no longer coming. Ad- Adele is replacing Damon, unfortunately. Was oh, that what happened? Yeah. Okay. That's right, because I thought he was in town this week. Yeah, he was supposed to come, but he is being replaced by Adele Gibbons. So I had prepared Damon Wayans movies. Okay. So I have a couple of Damon Wayans movies nice. here for you. So we have one for Travis, one for Chris, Hero for Dr. Ed. Oh, boy. Hmm. All right. How should we answer this? Let, let's, let's make this a little fun. Okay. Um, Dr. Ed goes last or first? What would you prefer, Dr. Ed, in terms of your order of answering this last one? Um, I'm going to go first. Okay. First. Okay. So we're going to go that route. I just wanted to set that up to see how we wanted to do it. So here we go with your first Damon Wayans movie. Ready? <coughs> the Great White Hope. No, The Great White Hype, 1996. Sport comedy, one hour, 31 minutes. Boxing promoter, the Reverend Fred Sultan, Samuel L. Jackson, decides the best way to re- revive public interest in his top client's matches is to create a white challenger to, to, to his black champion, James the Grim Reaper Roper, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. <laughs> Damon Wayans. With no white boxes available, he creates one out of... Out of dim grunge rocker Terry Conklin, Peter Berg, who once defeated Roper in an amateur match. But while Conklin trains hard, Roper slacks off, endangering Sultan's carefully staged comeback. Who won that one? <laughs> this is it. Okay. It. The Great White Hype. Gotcha. Your first one. Great cast, by the way. John Lovitz in that movie. It stinks. <laughs> Here's your second Damon Wyans <laughs> movie. The Last Boy Scout, 1991. Thriller action, one hour, 45 minutes. Once the first-rate Secret Service agent, Joe Hallenbeck, Bruce Willis, is now a gruff private investigator whose latest gig is protecting a pole dancer, Halle Berry. When she's murdered, he grungingly teams up with her boyfriend, Jimmy Dix, Damon Wayans, an an ex-quarterback with a gambling problem, and the and the two go after killers. Before long, they stumble onto a plot by a well-known football magnet, Noble Willington, Willingham, Noble Willingham, to bribe federal legislatures into legalizing sports gambling. Halle Berry gets murdered? You like her? Yeah, no, she's all right. A little full of herself, I think. Hollywood liberals. Hollywood's got liberals. Hollywood's got liberals. Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> Right, there you go. Wow. Well, I'm slowly realizing, though, with Sean, he's like an older white man version of me. Good for you. <laughs> I'm starting to realize because he just jumps into song for uh-huh. no reason at all. Oh, boy. You should see it. I need to do a DNA test. I have some mm-hmm. questions for Sean. Interesting. The Last Boy Scout versus The Great White Hype. I love The Last Boy Scout because it's the most ridiculous action film in the history of like everything in that movie doesn't make sense, but I don't care because it's awesome. There's a moment in the movie at the end where he hits, I think, the vice president of the United States mm. from the field, throws a football from the field while riding a horse mm. and it hits the vice president of the United States in the nose. It broke his nose. It broke his nose because there was an assassin trying to take out the vice president and he needed a way to get the vice president out of harm's way. So the best thing he could think of was jump on a horse and throw a football at the nose of the vice president. Absolutely ridiculous movie. Fire love that, it. Fire that he, pigskin. Why did he need the horse? I don't know. If for some reason he used the horse. What kind of horse was it? It was a gip. <laughs> was it a Clydesdale? It was probably not a Clydesdale. Okay. It was a... Uh, it, was, it wasn't of the draft it was variety? A, it was a Southern Stallion. Oh. It was a Southern Stallion. Sounds like a search term. A Lippin's Honor. It was probably a Lippin's Honor. Oh, a really? Lippin's Honor. Oh, going that on a Lippin's Honor. Y'all didn't know I knew You're going Lippin's. submarine y'all movies. Y'all, y'all, y'all didn't know I knew Lippin's Honors, did you? Lippin's, Lippin's Honor. Honor. Did Lippin's you know when they're born, they're black? <laughs> <laughs> Lippin's Honor? <laughs> 
There's always a Denzel quote. <laughs> There's always a Denzel quote for that. What, do you, right. what do you know about the Lipizzaner Stallions? Man, they come to St. Louis all the time. Did they, you ever see them? Yeah, man. They, what do they do? Where are they, they, from? they, Where they, they from? They, 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 pr- they prance around from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Por- 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 Portuguese. The oh, Portugal horses. Try, try Austria. Oh, yeah. they're Austrian horses. Austria? Nazis almost destroyed them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those Lipizzaners, boy, I be seeing them. They be, they be doing Euro steps. They be. Uh, yeah, they actually can. They do. They it's jump through impressive. hoops. Like they're you ever on seen fire. them, Dr. Ed? No. They're so great. They can shoot free throws. I may have Bad been front horses, row man. for one of their performances. Is it in like 1996? You're so Seven. weird. You grew up in Farmington, so that doesn't mm. count. All right, so we have. We have the last Boy Scout versus the Great White Hype, and Dr. Ed gets first. Uh, since I was a Boy Scout, I'm going to go with the last Boy Scout. Nice. I'll go with Great White Hype. These are two very poorly rated movies, I'm sure. I'll go ahead and last Boy Scout. I'm going to stick with my favorite. All right. The last Boy Scout for Dr. Ed and for Travis. The Great White Hype for Chris. Chris, for the win. Travis wins it. The last Boy Scout. 46. The Great White Hype. 45. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Victory. Oh, boy. It's my first one of the reimagined We Are Live. Dr. Ed, I'd like to apologize on behalf of the show, Midcoast Media, and uh, others for this ruffian winning today. You know, I'm going to be vindicated when the scandal comes out about these people paying the, the you know, the, the Raiders on Rotten Tomatoes for their scores. That's actually, you know what, that may be the next big scam. Yeah. That will probably be the next big scam, that they have been getting paid from certain studio execs to pump up Rotten Tomatoes I scores. Mean, how how? I mean, how's explain Black Panther getting a 97? Thank you. That was fine. It was a good movie. It is fresh. It is a fresh, and I haven't even, I've only seen 15 minutes of it. Yeah, for the love of Christ. Um... You guys want to hear what the tiebreaker? Let's hear the tiebreaker. This would have been the the tiebreaker. (laughs) (laughs) We might have to find a new site that rates movies. Let's go with Metacritic. We're going to use Metacritic from (laughs) now on to help Dr. Ed out here. Okay, this would have been your tiebreaker. Okay. Oh, the tiebreaker. The Devil's Own, 1997. Thriller drama. One hour, 51 minutes. As a favor to a friend, policeman Tom O'Meara, Harrison Ford, lets visiting Irishman Rory Devaney, Brad Pitt, stay with him and his family in New York City. Rory's visit is is quiet at first, but when Tom and his wife Sheila... Margaret Collin return home one day. They're accosted by intruders. Tom soon realizes that Rory is in, an Irish, is in the Irish Republican Army. When it becomes clear that Rory's stateside trip is part of an effort to transport illegal guns to Dublin, Tom is compelled to stop him. I think it's the worst uh, Irish accent, uh, you know, ever in, in movie dumb by Brad Pitt, except for that other mm-hmm. one he was in. Snatch. He just mumbled through that because I think he was trying an accent, you know, it was just ridiculous. Shut up, Brad Pitt. You're not Irish. You're Irish. Irish? You love the Irish, don't I you? I love the Irish. Sure I do. Yeah. I'm Sean Patrick Francis Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> and <laughs> the Irish. The IRA, too. Stinking bastards. Even though my grandfather, you know, the story goes. He had a story goes. He got don't a little it. trouble. He, that's why he came to America. So anyway, got to go to the bathroom. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sean is the MVP. Just As the story en- goes, just snitched out his entire family. <laughs> Homeland Security is going to be at Rosie's later this week. Mm. <laughs> like they're not already watching That's us. A good point. Yeah. If there is a bar to watch in St. Louis, if you're a federal, oh. it is that bar. That bar is all over the place. Devil's Own. I have only seen like 15 minutes of that movie. Well, it's I'm like going to me with Black Panther. Uh, yeah, it's my Black Panther. <laughs> I am going to say that's uh, 30 percent. Forty-one percent. I'm I'm gonna go right in the middle. I'm gonna go fifty. Okay. Thirty-four for Devil's Own. Nice. Travis would have got the tiebreaker mm. too. Well, Reimagined yeah. all up in this piece. Oh wow, Doctor Ed, it's it's one thing to lose, but to yeah, lose to I know. somebody like this. Do you think you could uh, give him some tips in case uh, while he's uh, playing around with all those animals in New York? Is there anything that could quickly resuscitate a giant bird? If any issues, like if he's eating rocks, you know how they, they, the chickens do that. Uh, we can only hope that he'll develop misophonia or whatever. Yes, you know. yes. Get mad at Snuffleupagus for uh, chewing too loudly. Yeah. 
I think that works. So angry. Dr. Ed can be visited at the Hillside Animal Hospital, him and his wonderful staff. They do fear-free certified practices. That's right. If your dog or pet, your cat, does not appreciate little visits to the vet, they go the extra mile to make it happen. Don't like getting your nails trimmed? Dr. Ed's got a solution. They'll work with you, Hillside Animal Hospital. Check out the Facebook page. They're always updating. they got a blood drive coming up. They're huge supporters of Gateway Pet Guardians, do wonderful work in the community. And uh, overall, and the most important, they take care of your pet. And uh, I speak from experience, Travis. I took you in, and you got your uh, your ear looked at and all that good stuff. I'm a better boy now. Mm-hmm. Check out Hillside <laughs> Animal Hospital online. Dr. Ed, what a pleasure, as always. Thank, Thank you, you so much for the work, sir. Thank you very much. We'll take a quick break. Be back on the other side with some fair or foul. It's We Are Live. Get your fair or fouls in. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. We are live. Big old thank you to Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital, and uh, we love all of his work. Go to their Facebook page, give him a like, and if you got a pet and you're in the St. Louis area or you're traveling through and need something done, you go to Dr. Ed at Hillside Animal Hospital. And can I make an additional plea from what he has said at the beginning of that segment with them opening up new facilities in East St. Louis? an abandoned elementary school and making a giant like state-of-the-art community center. That is so important, and, and I, I'm so excited to see that someone we know like Dr. Ed uh, – Embark on this. Them. Oh, absolutely. Embark. Embark mm-hmm. on this adventure because it's important. Because one thing uh, we we talk about a lot on this show, and we know we're very familiar with some of the crime that takes place in St. Louis and across the river, and a lot of reasons for some of this crime, especially with young people, is because they have so much idle time. They have so much time on their hands, and they they don't have anything to lack occupy their time. Lack of opportunity. Yes. Lack of things to do. And this is important. This is vital. This is how communities turn around when young people have something to do. And what normally happens, it happened for me and a lot of my friends growing up in the city of St. Louis, when you see different opportunities, when you get to engage in different opportunities, you see the world outside of your community, you become more encouraged to see, just to try other opportunities. And it gets you out of your shell. It makes you not want to be on the street corner. It makes you want to actually be in a computer lab. It makes you want to hang out with your group of friends and do something productive. So I am so excited to see that Dr. Ed and uh, the Gateway Pet Guardians and everyone uh, is getting involved in the community in East St. Louis. This will go a long way for that area. I also will say this, like literally when Dr. Ed started helping in the early 2000s and maybe the 90s even before that, whenever he was helping over in East St. Louis, there were, this isn't uh, hyperbole, this isn't a joke, there were packs of dogs that were feral or just home, whatever, that is not a good thing to have. And like dogs are not meant to be running around because they lose their, they're not afraid of people. Right. A coyote is afraid of They person. become wild animals. They become wild. They got to eat. And uh, you've got roving dogs uh, doing that. So there's your progression and the hard work that they've done literally in real time fixing one aspect of a troubled area. So shout out to uh, all the good folks that have helped with that. Um, equally as important as uh, helping out the city is uh, attending um, Wizard World mm. in St. Louis. Mm, not exactly. That's coming up. But I see Jason where you're going. Momoa, Sean Astin, Chris Catan, Holly Marie Combs from Charmed. Uh, others highlighted, you'd probably know more of these in the. Oh, Ernie Hudson. I, he was the gentleman who was on Adam Carolla. He's not I known for anything known else, right? I do that. Ernie Hudson, Chris Owen. Do you know him? Do you know Chris Owen? Who is Chris Owen? <laughs> the Shermanator from American Pie. Oh, okay. Oh, my good friend who I interviewed last year, Thomas Ian Nicholas. Maybe he'll pose with me again so I can look like Shrek next to him. Uh, Rookie of the Year and American Pie. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. That'd be cool to talk to him. Uh, Lou Ferrigno. Ah, oh, Lou. We will have Lou in studio. uh, No, we won't because we do not have furniture that is strong enough. Okay, maybe we will do this. You wouldn't like him if he's angry. You like that? I don't understand it. Cato Kalen will be there. Cato! Because right. when I think comic he books, hosts. I think Cato Kalen? Mm-hmm. Well, it is 25 years. Oh, boy. It is. We got to get Cato in that seat. We got to get Cato here. We got so some gonna, discussions. We're going to go do some front. Do you have, like, what? Can, get can Ezra I get Edelman, too? 
Yeah. It has nothing to do with the comic or the. No, we definitely need to get him on. So at this thing, have you been to one of these before? I have not. I have a friend who have attended to these before, and I've, I've, I'm excited because you get Aquaman, Aquaman, and Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa you get uh, his timing could there. be better because I've been the, yeah, off the success of Aquaman, and of course his time on Game of Thrones. See, last mm-hmm. season of Game of Thrones is coming about, so and then you know he's a is he an attractive man that's very tall okay, and muscular? Sure. So. If I go, do I have to be the straight man or can I have some fun? You can have some fun, man. All right. You see anybody, na- any names on that list that I should uh, approach? Oh, I do. We want to keep it in the bag? I, you definitely should keep it in the bag, but you have okay. to interview Sean Axon. And maybe we'll talk about why closer to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's a good story. With so there's some great people that are going to be. Now, when is this? Uh, coming up uh, the weekend of... So it's in St. Louis. It's uh, another, it by the, the way. So down at the convention thanks center. Nothing, thanks for nothing, Rams. Like there's more people in downtown St. Louis than there's ever been with these April conventions. April fifth, sixth, and seventh. And it's going to yep. be in uh, the convention center downtown St. Louis. Yeah. yeah, should be a lot of fun. I know a lot of kids. I'm excited for the content we can create. When, when I went, I was astonished. They had like, um, not personalized, but like uh, unique Lego characters. That there was like a stand, and I'm, there was like hundreds of them, and I'm like. I went to buy Legos right now. This yes. is like two or three years ago, and oh, I was wow. seriously considering and a buying. A fifty-three-year-old balding Lego man figurines. with a gut coming out of the bottom of his Superman T-shirt shoved you out of the way. Yeah, and said, "Those are mine." <laughs> Show it. Uh, That's a collectible. It was the year Tara Reid was there. Tara Reid was. She she hooked I was going to pitch Earthquack to her after okay. Sharknado. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. You pitched that to her? No, I thought about it. I do a really there. good Tara Reid. Tara Reid, uh, you come in, you turn the light on, she's sitting in the corner. Ready? Okay. That's good. You seen her eyes? That's very good. Very good. Tara Reid, she was was supposed to be the one. She was supposed to be the one. Like we see Scarlett Johansson, Tara Reid, that was her lane. Mm -hmm. She was supposed to be that one, but y'all can't learn to put down the mimosas. Is that what did it? I I just think that's the go-to drink for rich white women when they're young, mimosas, and that completely ruins their life. Older, too. We just put brought that mimosas down. to Mother's Day a few years ago. How did that Oof. go? It was uh, it was a hit. Better than any stupid card or flowers I'd ever gotten before. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> right. You know what? You're not such a piece of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't give you up when I had the chance. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. Travis and I at Wizard World. That will be actually a lot of Gardner fun. may need some on screen time. Jason, I feel like Jason Momoa is one of those guys. I don't think we're going to talk to him. I think we're going to be friends. I think we can be friends. I, I think it makes sense that you I'm know, friends actually with. What has we me just got I'm a black just, fish. He's Aquaman. I it makes don't sense that we're friends. You, but I have to say this. We just got dimed out in the comments section. Uh, Nick Freed, who will be guest hosting over the next two days, uh, actor, funny man from uh, Chicago, uh, also grew up in a town called Farmington, Missouri, and he just dimed us out in the comments. Talk to Sean Aston about how Rudy came to Farmington, and we made fun of him, and he yelled at us. The real Rudy uh-huh. came to our high school. Oh they paid a lot of money to have him talk. And midway through, we were like, this guy's awful. Where's Sean Astin? What is happening here? So mm-hmm. I'm going to confront Sean Astin and confess. That's uh, going to be my hilarious. Did you like, get oh. like a InfoWars mic thing, mic flag to put yeah. on there when you confront him and be I, aggressive? I would, should I be aggressive or should I thank him for portraying Rudy? Like, give him props. Having met the real Rudy, boy, you're acting. You deserve a, an award. For this, because that guy gave you nothing. Yeah. That guy was an annoying little. <laughs> or he gave us a character and lied about the character to us. Oh, that could be true. That, that well, we have a, a few angles we can go. Yeah, it'll, it'll yeah. depend. Uh, what, what actually did intrigue me there, I saw. It looks like there's some cosplay stuff going on. Oh yeah. This event. Oh yeah. I don't need you amorous walking yeah. around this place. So I might want to. I might want to go take a look, see over at the cosplay. I think I'm going to dress up too. I'm going as uh, T'Challa. Who? Chubby T'Challa. So I'm going to be T'Challa. 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 That's my. Um, Ben. uh, (laughs) Ben, uh, the uh, JVL Jackal says, get Travis to say he'd drink a Jason Mimosa. I drink a Jason Mimosa. Mm. I love me some Jason Mimosas. Another buddy of mine. Top right now. Another buddy of mine who was a very good football player. He said, I was so excited to meet Rudy. (laughs) Let him down. Our very own Rudy, Zach, gave him a jersey, and we were all like, get that jersey back. He ain't a black knight. He was a punk. You know what he said? He said, I'm the, most, I'm the best football player ever from Notre Dame. And I'm like, Joe Montana might be. 
Maybe. Tim Brown's got something to say about that. Ricky Waters play there? Yeah, I think so. Ricky Waters is pretty good. Darrell Bettis, pretty big deal. I'd actually, I, I would actually take the, the guy who chose pitching also. <laughs> Samarja? Samarja was pretty good. It's now time. And he also, it ruined him. He couldn't watch Rudy before. He was horrible. So bad. I would have much rather had the. I would have much rather had the. You know the motivational speakers you get? Uh huh. I would have much rather taken the ex gangbanger who is telling a bunch of rural white kids, like, don't join gangs. We're like, what's a gang, man? <laughs> well, that's what's like discovery that. Uh, Chris Gardner, who Will, Will Smith played in The Pursuit of Happiness, was like this uber-conservative that didn't that tell black people to Good. pull up their pants. They need to. Wait, hey! Hey, straighten up. You want a job? Get out of my face. <laughs> also, I hit uh, Henry Rowan Gardner, Thomas Ian Nicholas, with something I thought we'd be like best friends over. I'm like, oh, hey, you know... Uh, you know Mark from Spitalfield. He's a, I, I've been watching him. You know, he's a buddy. Mark Rose. And he's like, yep. Ah! <laughs> he's like, trying I was to be like, screw your stupid movie. I squash you, man. Like, I was a rookie of the year. Because <laughs> I was in the American Pie movies. Let's not talk about music right now. That's hilarious. He hit you with that. Yeah, I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I do also know Mark Rose. Okay. All right. I'm going to go talk to Cato Kalen. <laughs> Are there any? Is there anybody? What if I do? Would you? Would you go up to Jason Mimosa before uh, any of the other people in that? I mean, is Ernie Hudson your go-to? Because I, I, I think I'd cut you in line and if ask got, better questions. If I got Jason Mimosas in my picture, I'm putting it on IG and all my dating apps. Oh, and then but act like it's nothing. Like take like, a really casual. Yeah, just be casual. You, I just could you like, talk him into doing like, like, oh, tough, like we tough talk black it. guy look or no? No, I would like I would have a look where we're both like sharing a beer and I'm like laughing at one of his. Oh, he's laughing at one Super of my jokes. Casual. Yeah, he's laughing at one of my yeah. jokes. Oh, this is us after we uh, ran to the uh, department store. Yeah, yeah, we were like, oh man, shoot, and so then yeah, that's how it would work. <laughs> You want to do some fair or foul? Let's check in on the fair or foul. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, Jason Mimosas, what's fair or foul? foul? Is it a segment? I think Sean asked him to do it. Is it hope? I told him how good of an actor I can't he was say after for that certain. performance. What are you going to do when you find out he's short? Power. Oh, he's tiny. But I can he's, say, yeah, he's tiny. He's a hobbit. hobbit. Now, you talk to him? Ever for Briefly. the people. Gather around the as radio close as I'll ever get to Elijah and hold on. So I'm definitely butts. going. It's now time for fair. We give it back to you, the people. Or foul. <laughs> it's the segment Tara recalls. Man, it's messed up. The fair foul. She's drunk half the time. That's the joke. Whoopi Goldberg's still employed. Guys, we asked you. <laughs> what? I just compared it. An EGOT winner to Tara Reid. You apologize to Whoopi Goldberg. Apologize! Uh, oh, thank you. I spoke Whoopi's like... <laughs> That's not... Terrible Whoopi impersonation. Read the damn emails. So we asked you about snitching at the end of every show. We give you a topic. You send in an email about it. Today's winner gets $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Delightful. Finest poke this side of Honolulu. I concur. Let's get it going. This one's from uh, our friend Emilio. I came across this article, which could have been written by TT if he could use a keyboard. Could be a good, great American race topic. This isn't a submission, but he wants you to talk about pollution, pollution inequality with minorities bringing, breathing air pollution created by whites. I think I, I think that it wasn't a submission, but you'll probably vote for that. Uh, we actually had a journalist on a year ago that briefly discussed that from the Atlantic. So, yes, I will actually delve deep into that particular story we because play, there is uh, a connection to such. Maybe we could play Make It Racist tomorrow with that. No, mm -hmm. that's my go work. What about littering? Like throwing entire bags of fast food out on the middle of Grand in the middle of the day. You want to you wanna do a census on who's doing that? I would like us to move to the next email. Fair. And by fair, I mean when local comedian Chris Sear talked about priests. Cough. Damn. Maybe a... And nuns having relations yesterday no. on air. Choo Choo, the no. Galesburg conductor. Oh, Galesburg. We were trying not to remember that. Fair. You know, Travis hasn't thought this through. When one minute he's telling Lugubrious he better keep his mouth shut, and the next minute he's retweeting Michael Cohen's testimony with flame emojis. 
<laughs> you gotta be about it for both sides. Damn it! If you don't, if you don't like snitching, your political affiliation should not matter. Damn. Who was that, Chris? Flame emojis. It ain't done yet. I can only imagine how conflicted he'll be if Grover starts snitching on Cookie Monster and his heroin-esque cookie addiction to JBL Jackal. It's not heroin-esque. He just likes cookies. Who don't like cookies, man? Why I got to be connected to addiction? Because he loves cookies. Of all the things I thought you would leave for, like maybe like a good job with the city or the maintenance department, you leave for Sesame Street. And uh, do you plan on coming back, by the way? We haven't even discussed this. Huh? Are you just going to do the show? <laughs> I mean, oh. Matt Whitener's waiting in the wings. Huh? What's, uh, oh, man, you're breaking up. We're losing connection. It must be the new system we're using. But, uh, I, but I did part of the show over video, so you owe me the money. Uh, so. Okay. Let's finish up here, guys. Uh, again, $10 to Buzz's Wine Grill. Two more to go. Fair. Hey, man, if I see one more bear steal one more picnic basket, you best believe I'm going to the ranger. Boo-boo's going down, too. TT's Pink Dots. That's rude. Would you snitch on a bear? Yeah, yeah, snitch on a bear. Fair and foul. It depends on the situation. Let me make this easy for future Trav. If Elmo finds himself uneasy about, uneasy about, find out the count, about finding out the count, this is poorly typed, uneasy about finding out the count has been using a calculator the whole time, maybe keep his mouth shut. Mm. But if Grover finds a Craigslist ad for Cookie Monster willing to do whatever with your toes for some, some of Grandma's cookie packs, he should maybe tell someone. See, if you're helping someone. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Can't do it for submissions for today. Who Get right is with getting, the Lord. Get who, right with Jesus today. Yeah, I got some problems. Who is getting your uh, vote today? Also, Tony says Whoopi wouldn't apologize to him. Oh, God. Uh, who was the one that called me out on my flame emoji for a Michael Cohen tweet? I believe that was the Jackal, that the JVL Jackal. Jackal. I got to give yeah. that one to the Jackal. Trying to get him some poke. The Jackal, he did, he did his research. You okay. literally have encouraged our listeners to do research, and they're literally doing research on us. Good. Now. I like the JVL Jackals. The JVL Jackal lot, sweeps oh. almost. Go ahead. I was going to give it to TT's pink eye for the bear reference. Nice. JVL Jackals got my yeah. vote. Congratulations on the win. $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Victory! Big thanks to a local tech company, Tech Electronics, for helping us put our studio together. Wonderful service. Cannot recommend them enough. If you're running a business, I know most of you aren't, um, be sure to contact <laughs> them. a rude to way to put it. Yeah, right. That was, that was mean. Everybody Sorry that people are working to hours of the day. take care of their families. What's wrong with Guys, that? I'm kidding. I'm literally chained to a desk and just uh, I'm here for I'm, I'm the face, right? <laughs> I'm the fat face of the uh, of the show. No, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And thanks to Tech Electronics and all of our friends at the Cranesburg Arts Foundation here in the Dot Zach building. Yale Hollander was in here recording this morning, which means Impolite Company Coffee Break drops on Friday. Big thanks to all those who've been recording here, the growth, the uh, partnerships, the new events that we're getting ready to put out. Super excited about all that. Great job today, Chris Gardner. Travis Terrell for Dr. Ed. My name is Chris Denman. We'll be back tomorrow on the live stream at 8 a.m. See you then. Peace.